Operations on air. 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 It's May. The weather in Gothenburg is fantastic, and Operations on air is back with a new episode. Could it be any better? Well, to be honest, it definitely could, but let's see that as potential. Anyway, we will be off to a good start considering our guest today. A warm welcome to Thomas Beckman, Senior Vice President of Quality and Engineering within our division. Thank you, Melinda. Good to have you here. Yeah, it's great. So many of us know you as the former plant manager in Köping, part of our powertrain production, which was your most recent role before you joined uh, our quality and engineering. Before that, you came from Meritor in Lindesberg, which is sort of Volvo. Uh, but what I think that not so many know is that you actually started your career in academia. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, actually, uh, I started... Uh, already in the mid of 90s to work as a teacher in Örebro University and teaching mechanical engineers in production methods and so on. So what brought you away from that environment? No, I did that almost for 10 years and uh, after a while I realized that it could be uh, interesting to start applying the knowledge I gained during my time to actually explore the potential going out in industry and so on. So I think that was a great step to move to Meritor during that time. Yeah, I guess you had a solid ground to stand on. Yes, uh, from an academic standpoint, but it's also good to actually connect it with the reality and see mm. that everything is not according to the books always. The reality is uh, catching up sometimes. Was there a certain aha moment you did? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, when you academic-wise learn how to do things according to tools and methods and so on, but when reality in the time uh, when things need to go really fast, then sometimes you don't have to, um, don't have the possibility to actually do it that way. So th sometimes you need to do shortcuts. You need to understand how to do it more flexible and so on. So I think that's a good learning also that you have a solid ground, but sometimes you need to be pragmatic to solve issues. Mm. So what was it that you found certainly appealing with this role? I would say I've been running plants now for almost 11 years, both at Meritor and Köping. I thought it was time for me to try something new. And with my engineering background, I think this was a great opportunity, especially now with a lot of transformation ongoing within the group with new products and so on. So I think this was a very good opportunity for me to be able to influence that in early stages, to be involved in actually doing the industrialization of our new products. Will that be a bit like uh, connecting the theory that you have from from your academic background with actual practices and to make that go better together? I would say, of course, that academic background is good, of course, from a quality engineering perspective, but also especially I would say that the experience I gain by being in operations and seeing uh, kind of how we implement the industrial solutions. I think that's a valuable uh, knowledge I bring in with me into this room where mm. we now more work with early phases of introducing new products into our industrial system. Mm. That for sure gives you more insight uh, about yes. what it's like in reality. Yes, yeah. yes absolutely. Yeah. 
So on our intranet, it says that uh, the task of QE, your, your division, uh, is to identify and find ways to utilize new technologies in order to secure that we reach industrial excellence. Is it this new things that drive you or motivates you? I would say curiosity is one of the driver to actually find out new things, new technologies and how we can apply it and also how we can use that technology and making a difference for real, uh, for impact. So I think that is one part of it, but also understanding the, what we already have, how can we reuse, repurpose that with even new products coming in, how can we actually use what we already have in a smart way and then apply new technologies where it makes sense. Mm. Would you describe yourself as a tech-savvy person or a, or a, or a person who, who is a, an early adopter of new technology? In some cases, yes, mm -hmm. uh, but in some cases, no. <laughs> so uh, to be really honest, there are probably people that are more skilled in, uh, let's say, computer using new technologies in the computer and so on than me. But when it comes to other technologies, I think I'm already always has always been interesting mm -hmm. to understand what opportunities can mm -hmm. it gain and actually read a lot about it and try to figure out in what way we can apply these technologies actually to create a value for us. Did you do any such uh, implementations in shopping, for instance? Yes, I think uh, we have a few good examples where we actually took steps in digitalization. And uh, for me, digitalization is that how can we use the data that we already have? Because mm. if you look, uh, I can take an example here. When you have a machining area, for example, gear cutting, of course, there's a lot of sensors, a lot of information into the machine itself. But how can we use that information and connect that uh, to other informations or data sources? Mm. And in combination, they mm. create information. And you can think about a machine, for example, that has a bearing that starts being worn out. Mm. If we can monitor that in early phases, even before we see any deviations on the tolerances, for example, we can get an uh, alarm that says, okay, it's time to... Uh, repair the machine. Mm -hmm. We can get the machine talk to a supplier to send the spare part. The mm -hmm. spare parts comes and we automatically scheduling a time slot in our production plan where we go in and do that. Mm -hmm. Of course that will gain a lot of more additional capacity. We have a planned maintenance. We have the right resources in time and so on. And mm -hmm. for me that is digitalization. When we take the data that we already have and connect that mm -hmm to create some value, uh, efficiency, quality, and so on. I sometimes hear that we complain about data quality, that we cannot fully utilize the digital transformation or digitalization because the data is just not good quality enough. Yeah. Uh, it's probably a little bit true in some cases. We need to sort what data we're using because we track a lot of data. So to number one, understand the data. I think that's important. And sometimes also to not digitali digitalize waste. That's important. Mm. So, mm. so to understand what data is the right data and so on, I think that is right. But also the way we use the data is the difference. We cannot just say that uh, we have wrong data, but because mm. we create the data many times. So we can also work on mm. what data should we create. Mm. So 
learning to to create the proper data and, and spending your time on what actually creates value. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Digitalization for impact. Uh, I'm not a big fan of doing digitalization for the sake of digitalization, mm. because digitalization could be seen mm. as a buzzword. But when you really understand the the benefits it gain, and when you can let's say prove for yourself that this part of the digitalization will gain value in could be reduced lead time in what we do it could mm. be improved quality it could be a lot of but you need to be able to justify that we mm. should not just digitalize things for the sake of digitalization mm. so you need to really know your processes and, and understand what kind of problem you're actually trying to solve Absolutely. I think that knowledge is uh, extremely important. Understand the process, under, understand also the idle state. What is the, where, where, how would you like it to look like in the future? Not just take it as it is and digitalize it. Maybe we need to do improvement first before mm. we digitalize the solutions. Mm. Do we risk uh, creating a lot of parallel solutions for the same problem? Absolutely, it's always a risk. Uh, and in some cases, it's good that we have citizen development. We, let's say, has embraced that and said that it's important to gain knowledge and so on in uh, digitalization. But at the same time, we need to gain also from one problem, one solution. And how do we work together when we mm. find that? So I think uh, that approach is also important that we don't, let's say, spend uh, five different solutions on the same problem we need to coordinate and that is always a trick how to do that but I think that is important it's always uh, that aspect of collaboration and networking for impact yeah. and not just for the sake of it absolutely yeah Another topic uh, in the field of technology that I am interested in is automation. Myself mm -hmm. coming from the Tuve plant where not so much is automated. And then you wonder, is automation for us or is it not? I would say uh, we, we have different processes within our operations. And uh, so some type of manufacturing or production is more suitable. To, uh, or easier to do automation on. When it comes to assembly, it's a little bit tricky. It will, over time, come more and more automation, especially where you have ergonomic problem and so on. When you have an issue you would like to solve, I think that is where we should apply it, where we can create some value for the people doing it. Mm. But there we should also have respect that it's very hard to do some type of automations or, autom let's say, automated solutions for uh, assembly sometimes, but the technology is coming, it's the, uh, developing, we have vision system and so on that mm. will help us in that journey. And there are some ongoing activities and mm. research on it. So, mm. And speaking about automation, another tech topic close to my heart is AI, of course. Yeah. What's your view on AI and our industry? Uh, number one, I don't think we really see the complete impact of AI as it is right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, of course, we need to be curious about it, understand mm -hmm. kind of the good things AI can bring to us. And uh, let's say, research more about it, understand the opportunities and the gain. But at the same time, we should have respect. And we need to, I'm absolutely 
sure that we need some type of regulations connected to AI, similar mm. to when we had the genetics, for example, mm. where we put in some regulation on how to use it from an ethical standpoint mm. and so on. Just the other day, uh, there was this uh, strike in the US from the script writers. Uh, they are protesting against AI because they think they, uh, that AI will steal their jobs, basically, and that AI will not do it as well as humans. Do we see that risk in, in our industry? I would say that uh, technology development will always challenge some types of job in some cases. And I think we should be honest with that. But we need also to understand that what can be the next step for mm. people to gain new knowledge and so on. And how do we adapt to that? So mm. I think we should have that in consideration. But I don't believe that all jobs will disappear with AI. That, that will not be uh, the future I see. And nor automation, I suppose? No, uh, I would say that uh, over the last decades, looking at automation, we still have a lot of people employed in our company, in the industry and so on. Mm -hmm. And we take away some type of job, repetitive job, hard work and so on, where we actually have probably issues also connected to ergonomics. Mm -hmm. And we automate that, but we create other value-add jobs. Uh, so uh, we should see that as an opportunity, actually. Mm. How can we take away mm. some of the waste and create value in other ways? Mm. But I guess this will mean that a lot of our people will have to learn new skills. Absolutely. I think that is uh, part of the evolution for all of us. Uh, I think we learn from the beginning of our lives, the entire life. And mm. I think that is... Uh, you can do it different way. Uh, it's uh, on the job training and so on, mm. but also you can go go in education, train and so on. So, but I think that is part of our our responsibility to grow ourselves, but mm. also within the company, understanding the the competences needed over time. Mm. <laughs> but considering that uh, the society and technology changes so rapidly nowadays. Is it still valid to ask for a formal university or college degree such as Master of Science? Isn't that going to be old very soon or how should we think about that? Uh, as I see it, you can gain knowledge in different ways. And a lot of things that you train when you go to university, of course, some basic facts and so on. But you also learn to understand the problem solving, uh, how to see different dimensions, how you connect and grow general knowledge. I think that is a base for other knowledge. So I think over time we will have to have a lot of different competences coming into the company, both uh, the Master of Science, but we also need to grow people that start probably in one job and over time evolve due to interest, uh, engagement that you go into different, you take the opportunity to try new things and so on. So mm -hmm. I think knowledge, it's a lot of your own will. What, what is your, let's say, uh, aspirations? Mm. And so how do we move our people, our colleagues, to, to gain this sort of motivation and desire to follow the transformation and, and gain these new skills? 
I would say over time, number one, I think the why. We need to be able to talk about our why. Why mm. are we transforming and so on? And uh, I think that is one important that we as a leader can do. But also from a personal aspect, I think each and every one needs to understand their own reasoning and their own why. Why mm. I would like to grow, why I would like to try new things and so on. And here, of course, we can have a dialogue with our employees. We talk about it, but also paint the future that uh, technology will not take our job. It will change our jobs. Mm. You brought a song for us today. Yes. Which one did you bring? I brought With or Without You with you two. And why that one? I, I think uh, Bone is a so singer but also as a person. He takes a stand for what he believes in and so on. So I think mm. that is a, a good connection actually in to this topic. It's a lot about the, the why, the purpose. Yes. It's a, they're a purpose-driven group. Yes, absolutely. I would like to use their, their famous, uh, let's say, their arena and to spread his, his um, why and his meaning and things he would like to change. So I think that's important. Mm. Plus, uh, with or without you is a really... Uh, I don't know if the, the lyrics are that uplifting, but the melodies and the rhythms are really inspiring and hopeful yes i agree and is that how you feel about the future yeah ab absolutely i think we should always take a positive angle because we have an opportunity to impact the future uh, driving technology driving improvements and so on so i think we should always see that as an opportunity so for for, for the engineering community what is uh, the biggest opportunity, let's say, yeah. for you in your role? I would say, uh, number one, work with partnership, collaboration, both within Volvo, but also externally, and uh, how we bring that together to create value, and also how we use this transformation that we're in to create sustainability in our operations and so mm. on. I think that is a good opportunity for us right now, but also a challenge that we need to handle. And what do you think is the key to success? I would say, uh, number one, the why, and I think that's very clear for us uh, now, is how do we execute that, and in some cases, change our way of working. Sometimes, uh, I think, uh, as engineer, you would like to develop everything yourself and so on, and I think here we need to sometimes uh, uh, realize that partnership is probably the new leadership, and mm. where we need to cooperate, actually, to find partners to Drive, drive change in our operations where some competences is not within Volvo, but we utilize mm. partners to do mm. change for real. Mm. So find your why, work with the purpose in mind, find what adds value, collaborate with others. Yes. And try new things. Dare yeah. to try. Dare to try. Thank you so much for joining us today. We will be back next month again with yet another episode of Operations on Air. Sign up to not miss out on any new episodes. Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.